Good morning. This is Abby with your daily Berlin briefing for Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. Yesterday at noon, the state election commissioner announced the final results of the Berlin 2023 election. The CDU won the election on February 12th with 28.2%. The SPD and the Greens got 18.4% each. And as Berlin Briefing reported yesterday, the Social Democrats have a mini-lead of 53 votes. After the preliminary results, it had been 105. The left came in at 12.2% in the election, the AFD at 9.1%, and the FDP are no longer represented in Parliament with 4.6%. Nothing has changed in the percentage shares of the parties and the distribution of seats, which were already provisionally determined shortly after the election. There are 159 members in the new Berlin State Parliament. The CDU has 52 seats, the SPD and the Greens 34 each, the left has 22, and the AFD has 17. After the debacle in the Berlin 2023 elections, criticism within the Berlin SPD has reached a new level. As reported by Der Spiegel, a five-page paper has been circulating in the Social Democrats' state association, in which the criticism is unusually harsh. The document was written by Andreas Kohler, who represented Franziska Giffey as a lawyer and was also a member of the state parliament for the SPD for five years. Among other things in the paper, Kohler calls Berlin's SPD, quote, intellectually burnt out, unquote that the SPD's school policy over the past 30 years has led to a, quote, impression of incompetence and dissatisfaction, unquote, and that voters are, quote, fed up with the SPD's promises. Giffey's former lawyer also criticized that no one in the Senate wanted to take political responsibility for the re-election. For example, Andreas Geisel, the former Senator of the Interior and the person responsible for the conduct of the elections, continued as a Senator in another department. And Kohler describes this behavior as, quote, indecent, unquote. According to Der Spiegel, Kohler also criticized the Berlin SPD's handling of the New Year's Eve riots in the capital, giving no convincing answers or solutions to the attacks on police, firefighters, and ambulances by male youths in Neukölln. Meanwhile, the exploratory talks for the 2023 elections in Berlin are entering their final phase. The author of the paper pleads for a continuation of the Red-Green-Red Coalition, but all SPD senators would have to be replaced due to the election results. And he added that Franziska Giffey, on the other hand, would have to stay mayor of Berlin as, quote, only she can manage and represent. No one else is in sight. Unquote. Some of the most spectacular crimes can be traced back to Berlin's Remo crime family. For example, the theft of the 100-kilogram gold coin from the Boda Museum, the break-ins at the Grunisgewölbe in Dresden, and the robbery of a money transporter on the Kudam. The extended family, whose members also go by the modified name of Ramo, is said to be deeply involved in the capital's organized crime milieu and is believed to have about 1,000 members. Although there have been several recent arrests and trials of members of the Berlin crime families, there is a widespread impression that the authorities are unable to get a grip on the criminal energy of the perpetrators. 
However, detailed findings and warnings have been available for many years. As reported by RBB, back in 2012, experts from the Berlin State Criminal Police Office, or the LKA, wrote a 43-page paper on criminal groups. And in it, the analysts come to clear conclusions. Between 2009 and 2011, about 60% of the Remo family members registered in Berlin were listed as suspects in various criminal proceedings. And the ratio of family members who are suspects was 10 times higher than for suspects of other ethnicities and groups. But according to RBB, the analysis remained without consequences. And moreover, the results were kept under wraps. Other authorities, such as the Youth Welfare Office, schools, and the Public Prosecutor's Office, were not informed of the report. Instead, they concluded that further investigations into other crime families already known at the time would be too time-consuming and manpower-intensive. For Falco Lique of the CDU, then youth counselor and now social counselor for Neukolln, this was a fatal decision, stating, quote, it is very likely that the criminal development of the Remo family could have been stopped on the basis of this evidence. Unquote. According to Leakey, the same is true for other families, but at the time, he said, there had been no closer family based sociological criminological investigation. For Leakey, this is because the family based approach to fighting organized crime is considered controversial and is seen as racist. Anyone who has been assaulted, cheated, robbed, or whose home has been broken into has so far been largely alone in dealing with the traumatic experience. This will change in Berlin, however, and victims of crime are to receive much more help than before. They will be contacted throughout the city and given the appropriate support. To this end, police officers must ask victims to sign a consent form when they report a crime to the police station so that the proactive counseling center can contact them. Since 2020, the concept has been tested as a part of a pilot project in Police Directorate 2 in Spandau, charlottenburg Wilmersdorf, and Moabit. The trial will run until March of this year, but is considered to be very successful. This year, the model is to be transferred to two more directorates, and subsequently expanded to the entire city by 2026-2027. For 2023, the budget for the project will be doubled to more than 700,000 euros. If you like our podcast, you can support us with a donation or simply help others discover us by liking and sharing our episodes on social media. Berlin Briefing will be back on Thursday. Thanks for listening.